Oh shit. You already know, folks. Coming off an undefeated weekend. Ooh, just brilliant stuff. The champ is here. The champ is here. Champ is here. Yeah, Millennial Man Child up in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Champion, you already know. Yeah, that's what's up. M I L E N N E N. You know, it's really hard to spell millennial. All right, guys, don't judge me. Okay, I was gonna try and spell it there, but it's not easy. All right, not easy off the top like that. But what's up? Welcome back to the Millennial Manchild Podcast, and as always, I'm your gracious host, Miles Casey. How are you doing? You doing all right? I hope everything's fucking going well in your neck of the woods. Life's treating you okay. You know, I mean, for me. I'm pretty much like, I feel like I'm a make-a-wish kid right now. Like, I'm, all my dreams have been coming true. I mean, holy shit. After coming off this past weekend with uh, the homie, Brett Lytle, he hooked it up. He's the reason that amazing weekend was even possible. And I got to watch the fights, UFC 241, live and in person. Mwah! I mean, what more could I ask for? I mean, it was the card of the year, the event of the year. I mean, my fucking... My gym leads are still rustling. I'm still fucking fired up and rattled and shook and just, woo, you know, just fired up from that shit. It was a great fucking time. And, you know, shout out to him. So we also decided to, you know, after the fight, uh, I brought all the podcasting equipment up to Costa Mesa and we fucking recorded a podcast. The homie Brett Lyle and I got to give, you know, this is my dude from back in college where we've been friends for a long time. Uh, you know, he's the partner in crime, fraternity brother. Uh, you know, just a lot of general debauchery we used to get into back in the day, and it was a fun one to sit down and catch up with him, talk some sports, talk about the good old days, always a fun time, so I gotta give just, you know, multiple shout outs, much love to the homie Brett, he really hooked it up this past weekend, making dreams come true, I mean, I'll tell you what, well, that's a good dude right there, but yeah, I got a fun one for you today, but you know, before we get into that, I, I must say, uh, the only, the only bad part about this past weekend, I mean, you know, it was a phenomenal week. And the only bad part is my fucking, my bank, my bank account's looking like Terry, Terry Shivo on life support. She's struggling. She took a bunch of fucking pop, pop, you know, little body shots, couple uppercuts, maybe a head kick. Uh, I mean, good God, the Bud Lights at the event were 1550. What the fuck? You can buy a case of Bud Light for 1550 in the Midwest. Like, I mean, what the fuck are we doing here? I understand you got to keep those UFC animal fans under wraps a little bit, keep them honest, you know, you don't need somebody having fucking 20 Bud Lights at a UFC event, and then just starting to black out and fight everybody, I get it, but $15 for a pint, oh, that shit's fucking criminal, bro, I fucking almost fainted when I got up there, and I saw that, I was like, oh, my bank account, is fucking knees buckled, it was, boo, you know, a fucking little flash knockdown when I saw that, but anyways, besides that, it was a fucking phenomenal weekend, I must say, and I also have to say, like, my bank account, it's, it's, it's a microwave, it's a fucking, it's got nothing to it, so it's like, you know, a little, just a little stiff jab, fucking pop, pop, that'll fuck up my bank account, you know, and those Bud Lights, they were like a heavyweight, so they were, they were doing the damage, that's why I only had two, your boy kept it under wraps, we kept it, probably should have only had one, but I wanted one more for the main event, or, you know, the, the main card, I had to, I had to enjoy myself, I had to live a little, what am I gonna do, just, just pretend that I don't want one, nah, I'm getting one, and it was worth it, I don't even regret it, so fuck it, you know what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying, but yeah, uh, besides that, you know, so I, it's small, sorry for the so, small delay, you know, I had a little Nate Diaz layoff myself, took a little break, had to come back, it was in the fucking gym training, shh, 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 getting the hands ready so I could come back here and fucking deliver you guys the goods, but 
You know, also, it's a little tough sometimes. Sometimes I don't want to do this because I got to clean my room before I do it. You know what I'm saying? That's fucking not always fun. That's it, it, I got to have to muster up a little extra fucking oomph to clean my room. And sure, I don't ever release the videos anymore on YouTube because I'm a lazy piece of trash. And I hoard them to myself, which is bad. But they're there. So just believe I'm stockpiling. I'm still fucking recording videos. They're, they're, they're going to be out there someday. Maybe I'll get a producer. Maybe I'll fucking kick myself in the ass and just get it done. But you know, that's probably not going to happen. So we'll see. But it's, uh, it's, it's just funny. Like I hate having to clean my room. Then I record the video. So my room looks all nice and spotless behind me and then I never release it. So, you know, it's my, my own little prison that I'm living in, you know, I'm just a fucking, just a, just TBS, tiny brain syndrome over here. You know, it's a real, it's a real affliction and it is, it's hit me hard. It's hit me hard lately, but yeah. Uh, besides that, you know, two things here, I got a shout out. I got to give a shout out to everybody that's hooking up the kid, you know, sharing the podcast, sharing the love, sharing the wealth. You know, we're going the Bernie Sanders method here. Everybody gets a taste. Everybody gets a taste of the man child. You get a taste of the man child. You get a taste of the man child. You just got to keep sharing it. Share the love. Let everybody know. Ooh, maybe if you're feeling real generous, you know, hook it up with that five star review on iTunes. I'm not going to be mad at you. I'll pick, you know, uh, that's the type of shit I like to see. So, you know, maybe just, yeah, hook it up, hook a homie up. Why not? But, uh, yeah. And speaking of like sharing it and I can tell it's, it must be happening a little bit because the podcast has been growing and I got this crazy story. One second. I need to, I need a sip of water folks. I, I had a homie, uh, text me this crazy story. Um, my my friend from back home, Matt Haberman, we used to play the fucking trombone together in middle school jazz band. I mean, I've known this guy for a long time. And he now lives like in Nashville, maybe on the outskirts of Nashville. He's in Tennessee. I'm out here in California. We both grew up in Kansas, you know. Crazy, like, you know, we're all over the place now. But he was at work. He works for like a GM factory, I believe. And his homie or some friend of his at work was talking to him. They were talking about, oh, what podcast do you listen to? And they were telling each other, and his his uh, coworker actually mentioned to him if he had heard of the Mil- the Millennial Manchild podcast. What? I'm just like what? Because that's crazy to me. This guy I mentioned to him, and he's like, yeah, of course I heard it. I actually know that guy. I grew up with him. That's the homie. Da 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 da. And it's just like some small world shit. I mean, it makes me wonder like how he found the podcast or where he found it. But man, that was some cool stuff, and it's cool to see it growing. So. Much love to you guys. Thank you for sharing it. I appreciate you. But yeah, that's what you know. I wanted to talk about here up front. Uh, for now, I'll shut the fuck up. We'll get into it. I got a good one for you today. The homie Lights Out Lytle came through, and it was a fun one. So I hope you enjoy. Yo, Yeah. 
Alright, welcome back folks. I'm here with a very special guest, the wonderful Brett Lytle. Lights out Lytle himself, you know. How you doing, brother? Doing good, Miles. Thanks for having me on, brother. Dude, of course, man. I should, first of all, I gotta say thank you, because we went to the fucking card of the year. I mean, holy fucking oh, yeah. shit, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we just got, we're fresh off of uh, 241 UFC main event in Anaheim, California, the Honda Center. What a fucking show. Oh, it's fantastic. I'm just saying, like, I, like you hooking it up with the, the seats and inviting me to the event, that was, like, the fucking highlight of my year so far. That was so awesome, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. I had to go, man. As soon as I saw that that card was over in Anaheim, I was like, mark that shit on the calendar. For? Getting up early to buy those tickets. Getting it, you know, making sure. Yeah, just setting alarms, <laughs> dude. Setting event reminders. Like, dude, I'm not missing that shit. Oh, I'm going to sure. be there one way or another. Hopefully fucking Miles is broke ass can make it up here to join me. And I appreciate it, brother. Because, like, I'm just saying, from top to bottom, it was kind of cool to, I don't know, I'm a, I'm a notorious fiend. I like to watch the fights. It's one of my favorite things to do. So I usually do watch, like, the early prelims and the prelims oh, and yeah. then the main Same card. Here. But it was very interesting to go to the stadium. And you're like, God damn, there is no one here for these pre early prelims. And even the oh, it prelims. Was dead. Yeah. It, for the first uh, probably two hours. Right. That's, there was probably it was probably twenty five percent capacity. Maybe even less. And then like, once the the main event started, dude, there was not an empty seat in the it was, entire. Place. It was crazy. That arena like, no was one... straight rocking, dude. It was some of my favorite. So I just want to go through a couple. We can talk about the fights a little bit. Sure, but like, yeah. one of the things that was crazy to me was when Colby Covington showed up, a dude who is not even on the fight card, a guy who. <laughs> I mean, obviously, he's been making a stink. He's pretty much a troll. He's a classic heel. He's like WWE to the day he dies. Like, the way he's yeah. setting it up is brilliant. But that whole fucking arena, when they saw him walk in with the belt and that Make America Great Again hat, dude, that red <laughs> hat, it stood out so, like, in the sea of everything, it stood out amongst everything. Like, it's crazy how much that hat stands out. Oh, yeah. Dude, I didn't even know who that guy was. Like, I, I didn't know why everybody was so fired up about it. I mean, I could obviously tell based off of you know <laughs> yeah so he's the guy who's next in line for the title shot at welterweight okay what's that was a welterweight fight when he showed up he showed up right during the nate diaz anthony pettis fight so he did it uh, he could, timed it perfectly you, yeah you, did, you could definitely tell it's like why the fuck's he like drawing attention away from the fight well, like, oh, because okay. he's a welterweight he wants the attention he's a little Dude, bit of an attention division's awesome though right? it's so stacked right now oh yeah i mean the, there's, there's so many great fights that they can make. I'm just ready for the the champ to get healed up so we can get the belt, you know, get back to those championship fights. But that that fight between uh, Nate Diaz and Anthony Pettis last night, I oh, mean, that was probably probably the I would say fight of the fight. night. Yeah, fight say, of the night. Yeah, I mean, obviously the part where that guy did like the back body slam. Yeah, where he picked that dude move. up and fucking slant. That was the move oh, of the night for that sure. Was, that got me so fired up. <laughs> right, I stood, I think we both stood up and we're like, oh shit. What is this? Dude? This is going yeah. crazy. That was wild. Yeah, because everybody thought, I thought, okay, so he's going to throw him down front ways, you know? And yeah. And all of a sudden just fucking just launches himself backwards. Just 100%. 100%. And he just like, and the way he landed like right on the dude's fucking chest, like, you know, oh, that yeah. had to fucking just oh, knock yeah. the wind out of you. Yeah, yeah. call the ambulance. <laughs> yeah, dude, call the fucking, yeah, dude, I would be done. That would have put me on one of those, dude. Even just like, I was just watching some of the like, when you're like thinking like, oh, he didn't really hit him that hard. I bet like to me, I bet I'd be like, fucking what the hell? Like I'd be fucking oh, crying, dude. No way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. Yep. But no, those fights were awesome. I mean, even 
like sometimes those early prelims, you know, it's pretty hit or miss. But like for the most part, there was only a couple bad fights. Yeah, where it was like there's know, no action. Yeah, they're the, not forcing the, the pace. Smith fight was terrible. That was a huge letdown. Yeah, and then there, I mean, the, even the chick fights were pretty good. Yeah, they actually got into like, it pretty heavy. Yeah, like yeah, most of them. Like sometimes those fights are terrible, but I would say what there's three of them. Yeah, they're all solid they were they were actually really fun to watch and there's something too about being there in the live event like we had pretty fucking awesome seats i have to admit like we're in the upper deck but like right on the front row so nobody's in front of us we got just a clear view of the octagon and it was cool because we were also in front of the biggest fucking screen ever oh yeah i caught myself go back and forth oh yeah i caught myself watching the screen a lot and then you know, because when they go down to the ground, that's when I would switch it's up to the screen. Same. When they were striking, it was it was so awesome that you could see it perfectly when they were standing up and striking. But when yeah. they went to the ground, you kind of had to go up to the screen because you're like, I just can't. Fucking you can't see. see what like moves yeah. they're trying to do or what position they're trying <laughs> exactly. to take. Exactly. You just it just kind of looks like they're just wrestling, and you're like, I can't. Really yeah, see. like I don't know what's happening. So that's the only yeah. time it was a little bit of a bummer. But, but that screen was so it was so clutch. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I was like, we when we were sitting there at first, we're like, hopefully they put like what we see on TV like on exactly. that fucking screen, and they. Yeah, they literally had the ESPN Plus feed on the on Beautiful. the screen, and then the, they switched to the paper. Yeah, it's like wow. The only thing that was strange is like when I was watching the screen because like maybe they were grappling or whatever was the case. I was felt weird that I was watching it, but I wasn't hearing Joe Rogan's like commentary. Exactly. I was like, God damn it! I wish I could hear a little bit I of know. the commentary while I, I the event was too. going on. Yeah, I almost was like, dude, can they just like pipe it through? Yeah, just a little bit or something. That almost makes it. That almost, like makes you want to pull out your phone. I just, thought about that. Yeah, a little bit. Like even if I had like a little Bluetooth headset, mm-hmm. like a little fucking in one ear, and I could, you know, still talk to you and then have the fucking crowd oh, and listen to Joe Rogan's commentary. Oh yeah. I used to, like, you know, like, at baseball games, there's always that, like, one old guy that's listening to the radio broadcast while he's Yeah, he has the big-ass headset on. I always used to make fun of that guy, and now I'm like, oh, I I get what he's doing. Yeah, it actually kind of makes sense, because then it's like... He was just on a whole other level, and I just didn't appreciate it at the time. Yeah, he was living in the future, Lytle, and you were making fun of him, right? That's disrespectful. Respect your elders, Lytle. That's the lesson we learned here today. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, what, what a crazy night. The biggest bummer was definitely when Yoel lost. I feel like yeah. like that was like I thought he had won that fight. I, he, <sighs> Maybe it would have been different if I was on TV. I was also kind of leaning us biased. I was yeah, leaning that way. A, that is, a, it's but they a gave it to tougher. him unanimous. Too. Like, I, that was, it was great. Uh, and when they said unanimous, I was like, oh, he's got it. He's for got sure. it for sure. Same. Because I don't know. Maybe I think we were a little biased because the entire arena was pulling for him, so everybody was cheering. For I mean, him. I felt really bad for that guy after oh, he got the win because yeah, the Boo once, Birds once came out booze, heavy. Like I understood. Like I was. Kinda I hit like, it with a little bit, and then I was like, then I started to feel bad. I was like, yeah. these people are taking after it. After the booing kept. It's not his fault. Yeah. He just fought his heart. Like, that was also one of the greatest. Great that could have been a main event yeah. on any other card of the year, probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But and it was the third fight leading up to the fucking heavyweight championship fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, you're right. I did feel bad for the guy. Like, when everybody booed at first, yeah, everybody was booing. And then after, like, a minute, I was like, all right, come on. This it's, dude's like. He just put it all on the line face. out there. You could see his face. It, it definitely like, crushed him a little he was bit. He looking around and being like, what the? What? He's like, what I just what? fucking. I didn't won. do anything wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, people were just very just, heavily for Yoel. I just didn't realize that he was such a like people would pull for Yoel so hard. Like I, I he's, he's very popular. lovable. Yeah, yeah but, he's a very likable personality. Yeah. But then and then the fucking the main event, dude. Like that was probably just the craziest like turnaround of a fight. Oh, like yeah. I, all the other fights, they kind of went one way and they mm-hmm. kind of stayed that direction if they went that way. You know what I mean? Like you could tell somebody's kind of winning this one. 
But that one, it was like first three rounds, DC was looking fantastic, giving Stipe pretty much the business. Like, it was like looking nice, you know, out wrestling him, looking good on the feet, getting some decent shots in. And then fucking Stipe found that chink in his armor and started that left. Body, we just all started shots, seeing it. Yeah. It's like he's just landing that, like, at oh, yeah. will. And that's when it was like, you could see, you. they even showed in the replay, and that's what was beautiful about the big screen for the replays, too. Uh, you could see, like, DC wince when he hit him in the oh, body yeah. that one time. You're like, it's a lot of fighters talk about how it's so hard to get, like, your adrenaline so fucking hyped up and, like, you're so amped up that you don't really feel some of those shots. But when they wince like that, like, that's when you know you're like, yeah. uh-oh, I hurt him. And he just oh, smelled yeah. blood, like, blood in the water. He, and his his post-fight interview is the best. He's like, what were you thinking when you saw that you heard him? He's like, I just want to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I think... By the time, you know, that third or fourth round, that probably that adrenaline that they get, that first burst, it's probably gone. Mm-hmm. Especially those guys are so experienced now. You got to, I don't know how much That's true. adrenaline. Is, you got to think that they've done this, you know, a I mean, DC times. was 40 years old <laughs> in yeah, that fucking octagon. Yeah. Well, DC would be fine, though. That's I mean, the I, thing. I did feel really bad for him last night, but he'll be all right. Yeah. He, he's a great commentator, so at the very least, he'll just go start sit right yeah. next to Joe and just start commenting. Yeah, he's definitely you know? the future of commentating for them for sure. I, I mean, love He's awesome. He's so funny. He's so likable. Like him yeah. and Joe have great chemistry. They're like fucking making jokes and shit back and forth. I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he'll he'll be fine. He's going to rebound. It's kind of cool to see Stepe get that redemption and come back oh, yeah. a year later after waiting. He's like, "No, I deserve a title shot. Like I defended the belt more than anybody else." Yeah. I got knocked out. And he, what he felt like was a fluke, and he was—he took some shots. He does definitely have a fucking chin, chin on him. Man. I was impressed. Yeah, well, that's what happens too. I mean, also, I mean, DC's so short. I mean, you gotta think—he's punching up to his face, yeah. you know, which probably takes a little bit off. For sure, because you know, it's a different angle than what he's yeah, normally used DC to punch. Came in a little bit lighter, so I mean. Part of me felt like he was doing that in hopes of maybe going back down for that trilogy fight with John Jones, <laughs> but. But also, he, you know, that's probably not happening now. But Probably not. I don't know. He should probably – he said he's going to talk it over with his wife. Yeah, that's not like, good. What? You're going to let your wife decide? Yeah. I mean, it's, I up, to, it's up to him, but, know. you know, he just does what, he didn't want to say it right. Stuff? Yeah, he does. He has, does, like, three kids. I guess he's got to think about, like, he's probably made enough money now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you he got a portion of the pay-per-views yeah. last night, I'm sure. That arena was clearly sold out, so he got yeah, paid. He, Everybody was making money there. I mean, hell, they were selling fifteen dollar. Dude, his like, shirts. Budweisers. You remember when we looked at his shirts? This a plain T-shirt with like yeah. Daniel Cormier has like the the New Orleans design on it or whatever. Yeah. Sixty five dollars, uh, and you know he's getting a portion of that. It has his name on it. <laughs> so I mean, Jesus Christ! It's like this is a fucking same material as this. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, they, they're that was just a cash grab out in that little fan experience. Yeah. I mean, they, the fan experience would have been awesome. Maybe we could if, if we, we got, got there, there right like, away. Maybe yeah, and the, but I bet people would already still already lined up. up yeah, because we're looking at that line just to take a picture with wh- who was it? It was uh, Henry Cejudo. Yeah, it was Cejudo and Triple C. We didn't even realize the line. The line like wrapped around almost the entire. We're talking the experience. entire fan experience. Yeah, like, like the whole little like part like of the parking lot. Three hundred person deep line. I was like, what the fuck? Because we were here, like, I was like, fuck. Oh yeah, maybe we go hop because in. Because when yeah. we first looked at it, it, I didn't even see the line. I was like, dude, yeah, let's just hop in. Yeah, let's just get right in and there. And then all of a sudden, we saw the line. And it's like, Ugh. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I don't want a picture that bad. Yeah, no, I'm not even trying to. I'm not yeah. trying to wait. Fucking 
two hours for a photo and then yeah they well, she switch was going to be gone in like five ten minutes anyway. exactly so it, it didn't even matter. didn't matter but yeah that was a great night i mean luckily we have a fucking undefeated history of like every oh, event yeah. we've gone to so far we went to the comedy <laughs> store we went to irvine improv yeah. now we went to the fucking yeah we've been to the irvine improv a couple times yeah and, and it's always been Peters one, which the Russell yeah. Peters one, that was the biggest surprise because it was killer. Yeah, I just got that just because like I'd liked a couple of his specials before. Yeah, just didn't really know what to expect. I, I I didn't really know what to expect either. Yeah, well, there's the Irvine Improv just doesn't always have very good lineup. You know? Uh huh. So it's not like you, the comedy store. See, and I live so close to it. It's like when I see a, com- a comic that's like halfway decent, I just always get the ticket. Yeah, and they're usually not too expensive. It's not too bad. Yeah. You know, Russell Peters is a little bit more expensive. He got that. He got that clout. I remember what those were. But the Nate Bargatze's one, <laughs> those were pretty cheap. Yeah. And the Comedy Store one, those were like, what, like dude, when 10 we went, bucks Yeah, dude, they were, that was a ridiculous ticket price. Yeah. When we went and saw like Tony Hinchcliffe, Brendan Schaub, Sam Tripoli, Greg Fitzsimmons, yeah, Joe Greg Rogan. Fitzsimmons, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that was awesome. a killer lineup, dude. We're like, we paid maybe twenty bucks for that. Had to get two drinks, like yeah. And that, the, get drinks anyway, yeah. Yeah, and the beautiful part was they sat us right up front, uh, dude. We showed up insane. late. We showed up kind of like yeah, a little we were late. Like, we, we were way back in the yeah, line. We were halfway down the block in the line, and I don't know how that worked out. <sighs> Me either. I, maybe it was just a lot of big groups. Maybe there's yeah, snuck in there. groups of four or five or something, yeah. and we were just like the that's, only two banger. That's the thing, groups of two. That's that's whenever I go to like Vegas or something. It's always I love just one other person, you know. It's nice. You can get in anywhere, you know. That makes sense. Yep. And it's nice to have that fucking partner in crime just to fucking bounce things off of and talk to. Of course. And do, you know, get a little hammer, you know. Maybe oh, yeah. maybe you're hitting a little rough patch on the gambling streak <laughs> and you're like, you know what? At least this guy's hitting a rough patch too. I'm, you know, misery loves yeah. company down here in the dumps. <laughs> yeah, because usually one person's doing okay as far as the Yeah, goes, that's but. true. Yeah, I've never had any luck down there in Vegas, no, you know. No one ever does. <laughs> People that, that house always that they, wins. They, they tell you, oh, I'm, I'm oh, I've made so much money in Vegas. Every time I go and make money, it's like, well, then why don't you go pro? Bro? Why don't you live yeah. there, huh? Why don't, why don't you, you go down there? All these people coming back and be like, oh, I made. Two thousand dollars. You're like, no, you didn't. You didn't make it. It's like I know. You're just trying to flex. <laughs> yeah, you I just, see you. I see you, fool. I don't know what it is, but like. Cause I did that too, though. To be honest, like when I first started going to Vegas, and I would lose money and stuff, and I'd come back, and people were like, "Well, did you win?" And be like, "Yeah, yeah, I won." Yeah, it was Just great. Because you don't want to come back and be like, "Dude, I lost." I lost my ass. All the money I took. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to tell that story. It's like it's that's so funny that you say that. It's because you're like at the office and people are like, you, they know. It's, it's just sad. Yeah, they know, know you went to Vegas because you've been like hyping it up all week. You're like, yeah, fucking whatever it is, like Elite Eight's going on or fucking oh, yeah. you know first week yeah, of college I football. That, I always go for the first weekend of the March Madness. It takes when there's off, 64 games I take on off the Thursday, or 30, the Thursday Friday. Yeah, there's the 32 games. Yeah, 32 games. It's it's heaven. It's, yeah, because you can. You can oh. parlay shit. You can bet all these you crazy bet, games. Oh, I'll bet every single game, and just we'll just <laughs> go ham, and just oh, it's it's the best thing. Ever. And they're just like feeding you drinks the whole time. You're just like watching well, sports like a they king. Don't, they don't feed you drinks anymore. We're oh. at the we were at the Venetian when did this sportsbook. Change? Well, it's they do feed you drinks, but the Venetian sportsbook the way so the way it usually works at a sportsbook is you go up and you make a bet, right? You yeah. Bet like I don't know. The minimum is usually ten bucks. And if you go up, you'll bet like I don't know. Let's say you bet fifty bucks. Uh huh. You, what you need to do is you ask the guy. You go, hey, can I have a free drink ticket? And the guy will usually toss you a couple. Then you can go to the bar that's right by the sports book. Okay. Use your free drink tickets. Drink a couple beers. Watch the game. 
But when we're at the Venetian for March Madness, they wanted you to bet at least two hundred dollars. Holy before shit! Before they gave you a free drink ticket. What? It was insane. Two hundred dollars yeah. before you get one. Uh, yeah. So I mean, to be honest, we were betting. Might as well got bottle service on that bitch. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Because then what we would do just to get some free drink tickets, we just place all of our bets at once. You yeah. Know, for like, okay, we we'd sit there with our pen and paper, figure out what we wanted to bet for the whole day, then go up to the window and bet, you know. Three four hundred bucks, get a couple free drink tickets, start drinking on that, and then it, it, it used to, they used to just feed you. That's like, what I thought. Because yeah, but in, they must have decided that's not as good as business models they thought. Well, but I figure if you get a little more drunk, you start losing. You're like, daddy wants to rebound, and then that's yeah. when you start making more mistakes and get more money out oh, of them. For sure, that's, that's what I was thinking. They want to get you drunk. I mean, but the thing that I've heard, I was because when I go at like off peak times, you know, sometimes I'll just shoot the shit with yeah. some of the guys that are in there. And one of the guys that was working there says the sports books just don't make a lot of money. The table games is where they make their money. Really? Yeah, in the slot machines. Interesting. Like the sport- oh, that's the because, biggest one. Like because what happens at a sports machines? book is you you make a twenty dollar bet right yeah. on a game. You get your two free drink tickets. Oh, no, the you game s- lasts hours you s- too. Yeah, you sit down and you drink your free beers mm. and you sit there for two hours and you're not gambling. I mean, maybe you're sitting in front of a video poker machine, but I mean, yeah. Usually, you're usually, usually trying to watch the game. Exactly. No, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. I didn't really think of it that way. So now they're just being fucking good businesses, a.k.a. Yeah. cheap asses, who are yeah. just trying to squeeze every last dollar out of that place. So they're yeah. just like, no, we're not going to worry about this anymore because it's not really our cash cow. We're going to try to get fools over to these fucking slot machines that are just rigged in our favor. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Dude, I used to love the Monte Carlo. They had, like, the best sports book ever. And they, they changed the name of it. It's called, like, the Park MGM now. And they literally took out the sports book. They took it out. That's hateful. And I went there, and I didn't realize what had happened. And I show up, and it's literally just, like, a window, basically, with two people that you can make a bet. And then it's also connected to a bar, which actually is pretty awesome. Yeah. The bar's sweet. The bar's pretty but sick. you don't get it. – it's bullshit. Because uh. it used to be, like, this crazy good sports book. It had a bunch of couches everywhere, like – a million you're TVs, lounging a you're giant comfortable projector yeah it was awesome and then they took it out dirty bastards dude yeah it's more it's like i don't know it seems like vegas is just it's 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 two things you either just go there to get fucking shit faced yeah. hammered or you're just trying to <laughs> win some money baby and yeah. no one's really oh, the only thing you're going to be really successful at is just probably getting hammered <laughs> oh yeah no you can get hammered pretty easy there that's not winning money. Yeah, that's, that's those two we gotta we gotta plan hand a hand. trip. We gotta make. I, we should. I, we should. I gotta fucking do something. I gotta fucking start getting my life together. Pull it together by the yeah. you know, pull myself once, up once on my bootstraps. Takes off and you get some sponsors. Yeah. yeah, you know, once they <laughs> once they realize how fucking what I'm bringing to the table over here, you know what I'm talking about. A lot of these guys need to fucking step up and start sponsoring this bitch. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to pay me. Pay me. But yeah, I don't know. I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, some of the old war stories like oh, it, for sure, yeah. like man, it's so it's so much fun to reminisce about like the good old days like college when man, didn't have to work, dude, didn't oh, have yeah. to any responsibility, just I mean, you know, the bare minimum, get to class a little bit and get some homework done, try to pass the test. Like, you know, the I miss those days. I was thinking about it the other day actually like the shed dude i miss going out to the shed dude do you remember that i hated that i I loved the shed well then we moved it up the hill to the forest which was better yeah i just would always just go to my car usually yeah when they started working on the parking lot though kind of it really put a damper on on it 
Yeah, but no, yeah. Just like <laughs> hotboxing the shed, dude. Just getting high as fuck, yeah. locking it up and just fucking uh, passing around joints and bongs like all at the same time. Oh, yeah. Getting to a, just a random group of like six people in there. Sometimes well, yeah, there'd be six people exactly. and then three more would show up. You're like, exactly. what the fuck, dude? But just stoners. there and yeah, there'd already be five people in there. You just combine forces. Yeah, you're like, by our forces. You could sit combined. out there. Like, if you just didn't have any weed, you could just go sit out there and just yeah. like someone would take pity on you and be like, <laughs> you know, you get on. Because you know, we were pretty broke. I, yeah. I know. I was never sure. I mean, dude, I had a job. On campus, I was doing... I you were tutoring, tutoring fools? Yeah. yeah, I was tutoring. I was doing that, like... I was working a lot. I was working, like... I think I was getting up to, like, 20 hours a week, which... And I had the full class schedule, and I was getting paid 8 bucks a session, and the sessions lasted an hour. So Ugh, I just threw up in my mouth, yeah. dude. That is horrible. That's the cheapest tutor in the planet, yeah, dude. It was good money, and it was a good job, but... I mean, it wasn't that hard, though, right? Yeah, yeah it wasn't hard. Because you'd already, like, I taken was, the classes yeah. and knew how to do all that shit. I mean, I was tuning, like, Econ 101. Yeah. You know, like, oh. You're like, oh, yeah, I took this like, sophomore year. Yeah. Here's draw a supply and demand curve and then move it up and mm-hmm. down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sitting there just, like, you know, you get all the kids coming in. People just basically begging look, for answers, yeah, basically, just right? Yeah, looking like, for the answers. Hey, can you just help, just do this for me? It, we you could give you couldn't give them the answers but basically you would just show them exactly how to do it and then just leave like the last step up to them be like this is how you do it and then <laughs> <laughs> if you can just do this if you can just yeah. hit enter on the calculator basically at this point you're yeah. going to be all right cuz the last thing you wanted you know get start giving answers out and then all of a sudden you're getting like kicked out of the whole school or oh, something you yeah know? i forgot they had like, that whole fucking like shit you yeah. had to sign like except that, i mean come on people were taking <laughs> online classes for other people oh paying i mean i did we had old tests yeah. we had dude i took i took a couple online classes for people and they pay me so much money to take them for them. that's and, nice and like <laughs> allegedly this allegedly may, may or may not have happened yeah so. you know no names <laughs> but yeah, Papa was. He had his. Uh, still have someone that still owes me money from that. So, so I'm coming for your kneecaps, yeah. Yeah, and you better watch your fucking I don't think back. He's gonna pay though. It's uh, been about six years yeah, now. Well, so. <laughs> I probably I probably have an idea of who it is if I had to guess. Yeah. Fucking yeah. His tool belt. Yeah, he already he, he paid before, but that last time. That last time he said nah. He said no. I'd already taken off to to North Carolina. <laughs> Fucking and getting was, that master's uh, degree. Yeah, I was, I was hoping. I was like, oh, I could use that little money. Yeah, so fucking me. somebody should fucking pay up. That's the yeah. only thing that was a little bit rough about, like, uh, college. I was definitely fucking broke as hell in college, like, all the time. It was, yeah. like, especially, it would. Use, I was always flush at the beginning of the semester when that fucking Pell Grant dropped. Burr, 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 get, that get that fucking federal student loan. Burr, 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 crank it up. And I'd be fucking living large, eating out. And then by the end of the semester, it was like, Man, I got barely enough money for ramen noodles right now. Exactly. Like, you're trying to like get the kitchen key to get in there so you can try to steal up. that kitchen key. That yeah. was the best about the fucking fraternities. Like, if you knew if you were homies with the kitchen manager, your life oh, was yeah. always much better. Yeah, when little Gable had the kitchen key, we used to get in there all the time. Just fry up French fries. We'd fry pretty much everything. Fry up some hot pockets. Fry up <laughs> some pizza rolls, dude. And then some dude went and ruined it. Like, put a fucking shoe in the fryer yeah dude some people just gotta ruin it like for everybody dude good thing going no one knew what was going on like we fucking shoe in the fryer bro and we're frying up some late night snacks and then someone has to come in and mess it all up and you're like 
that's just the story of life, dude. Every, it's, there's always one person who messes it up for everybody, yeah. dude. It's like I mean, that place that was just always someone always messed it up for everything. Every, someone always took it too far. Yeah, people I mean, trying we, to have kegs in there. It's like, yeah. hey, we already are slip letting us slide yeah. on the hard yeah. alcohol that's not supposed to be in here. Yeah. Like, because there is plenty of yeah, that. They had us like go dry for that whole semester. That was like when we drank the most. It was. It like, was. I can't just I, because no one would come up because they're like, oh well, these guys can't, can't drink. drink, and then we just be like, well. I mean, I can drink. I remember whenever we were just, it was, it was a different, it was funny when that happened because it was such a different way of partying because it was like closed door partying. Yeah. It was just like, you just close the door, lock the door, get hammered and then start getting drunk and then just be like, okay, open the door. Okay, why we're did, not. Why did we end up having to have that band? Because they had that keg. Remember. The fucking dummies tried to have a keg in there or something, right? Who? Like uh, Keegan or somebody? I don't remember. The young. Ke- they had like a keg. They, they had like a keg. They, had, they, they got like one of those pony kegs, didn't well, they? Well, yeah, it was. wasn't like a huge one, but it was like, I think in yeah. that they got caught somehow. I mean, they were never discreet, but. Yeah, those guys were morons. No, I mean, they were lovable morons, but they made some dumb decisions a lot of times. Yeah, no, I liked Keenan. Keegan. Keegan, Jesus. Oh, Lyle's drink starting to set, and he's over here. He's like fucking two vodkas deep, by the way. So he's just oh, feeling himself. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I can drink. Uh, no, I can feel it though. <laughs> <laughs> it was a stiff pour. I watched it. It was a heavy pour. Lyle's got a heavy pour hand. It's not his fault. Yeah, I had a little cough there when I first took the first sip. You know, the vodka it to the top. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, it didn't, I didn't, didn't mix get that it too good well. stirring. You know, swirl it. Fucking, I might have to get another one here in a minute. Yeah, we can always we can always hit a quick little pause if you want. We'll yeah. do. a we're going to get some refreshments, folks. One second. We'll be right back. All right. And we're back. Look at that. Beautiful. Now I got myself a little bit of a spritzer yeah. over here, you know. The cranberry on the rocks with the vodka. Mm. I'm a bad influence on Miles. Yeah, that's why I keep Lottle around. He keeps me humble. <laughs> keeps me keeps me on my toes. Yeah. Somebody's got to do it. But I was going to say, um, so what, what do you think was your favorite time back, back in the fraternity days? Was it when you were living with EJ and the 206? Of course. Yeah. Well, yeah, EJ... Yeah, that sophomore year, EJ and the two of sex with me, him, and Gable in there. That was yeah. a lot of fun. It was also... Those were some wild times, yeah, dude. Yeah, we also had a little <laughs> bit too much fun. EJ's kicking we out windows and... Yeah, he well, he yeah. Well, our door broke. The door situation was terrible to begin with. The door was, never stood a chance in that room. Yeah, and, uh, then they bought the hollow door. <laughs> Which was basically I an invitation home, to... Yeah. I went home for one weekend... <laughs> And then I come back, and uh, of course we didn't have a door for a little while before that, which yeah. was a nightmare. I come back, <laughs> it's the most annoying thing ever when you're living in the house with eighty fucking people. Uh, yeah. Well, all dudes too. Well, I mean, well, we, it didn't matter that much because we would just—I would just smoke myself under the table to go to sleep anyway. Like, oh yeah, that was natural back then. A lot. That was because I had just switched out of engineering, so I was going to become an industrial engineer, and I was nightmare sitting there. <laughs> Before all my classes started my sophomore year, just looking at it, just being like, I don't want to take any of these classes. You're like, fuck all of this. It was like Calc 3 and then like some sort of like... Crazy physics and thermo engineer. Who knows? Yes, a bunch of bullshit like that. And I was like, I don't want to do any of this. And so I was like, switch in. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I got an idea. So I switched. Let's go to econ. I switched over to econ. So I had to go back and take like a bunch of... Because the thing with engineering is, like, you didn't have to take any social science classes or any, like, uh, the general education. It's just, just fucking math. Yeah, they're just like, you don't need that. You need, you're becoming an engineer. You just need math and you yeah. know, physics and shit like that. Yep. 
but econ they're like oh no you need to go back and take like art history and like, <laughs> appreciation i was take i took appreciation you gotta have some culture lytle oh, fucking basic kansas ass terrible. needs some culture dude i took like biochem for non-science majors Ugh. Ugh. also took dude the best class i ever took though was i needed i figured out this is my last semester and I needed to take one more English credit. I for, apparently just forgot to take an English credit. Yeah. So I scanned the list for the easiest <laughs> class. Naturally. And it, as I one does. One, I found one called Short Stories. And I was like, all right, that sounds all right. I can read a short story. Mm-hmm. And I show up there, and literally it is entirely all freshmen and then me. And I was a senior. <laughs> <laughs> Old balls. And, oh, you don't realize how dumb you are when you're a freshman. I was in that class. I was like, "Oh, these people are fucking morons, idiot!" Like they don't know any. Like and just cruise oh, through that whole. Yeah, class. that was definitely me when I, remember, I first showed up dude, to college. People that wouldn't like literally the class was you would read a short story. We would come into class. We'd get in a giant circle, and then you'd talk about it, and you'd get participation points. <laughs> And then we'd have like a test or a quiz, like every, over the story every now and again. Okay. Over, over like, you know, after like a couple months, we'd have a test over like you know whatever stories, and then you'd write a little paper too. Easy which as fuck. Was retarded, but yeah, it. Uh, and people would come in and have not read the short story, where it's like, dude, it's a short just spend, story. Just scan it five minutes before the class just to get the gist. You're gonna and be get good. Your participation points. It's yeah, like, <laughs> you just have to say like. You just have to be able to say, like, one line that sounds yeah. smart. Like, you oh, he read it clearly. You literally get points for just raising your hand and saying something. Yeah. So just, I, and people just wouldn't do it. And you're just like, Idiots. what are you doing? Cowards. Oh, but, I know. Uh, people. Some people don't like to, like, speak in front of classes and stuff, even though it's, like, in a circle and you're not, oh, like, yeah. up there by yourself. Like, people are still like, oh, I can't yeah. do this. Yeah. I mean, that was the same. That was, like, the same in the philosophy 101 class I had to take. Like, we had, you remember Martavius Irving? Yeah, the basketball. basketball was, he was yeah, in that class. Nuh-uh. he cracked me up. The teacher had no clue what who he was. She was brand new. She just moved from. She was teaching in Toronto, and she I don't know okay. why. And, and then, then she came sudden, to Manhattan, then, Kansas. Yeah, That's a downgrade, came, son. Exactly. That's a huge downgrade. Teaching. I mean, I love Manhattan. I had some of my fondest know. memories there, but like from Toronto, what oh, you yeah. doing? And so she was teaching this philosophy one on one class, and like. She would just randomly call on people, you know, like she was one of those. Yeah, and uh, those she, were the worst. She would every now and again just randomly call on Martavius, and he would just be like, she'd ask him something, he'd be like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. She and it would just be like something easy, like he would just literally one time he just had to read like a paragraph. She was one of those terrible teachers too, where you read out loud in every, front of everybody. Yeah, everybody had to read, and he. Just, what are we in fifth grade? He, she goes, Martavius, can you read the paragraph, whatever? And he was just like, Nah. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> he and just she's goes, like, What? What? You, he's like, you're not, and she's like, Nah. I'm like, nah. Nah, that ain't me, man. <laughs> I I ain't got that. I'm about that life. That was oh man, I love. That's that, the man. best. It must be awesome being a fucking athlete at a D one <laughs> college like that. Yeah. That you're just like the star, kind of like one of the best oh, players, man. just living it. That was hilarious. No, yeah, it was. Those were the good old days for sure. Like I said, I mean, it was weird how I was always broke all the time, but I always had enough money for a cheap yeah. handle of vodka and a case of Rolling Rock to get through the weekend. Oh yeah, the Rolling Rock. That was like the one that you could buy a case of Rolling Rock for like. 18 bucks something mm-hmm. like that you could get a handle like shitty 12 15 yaka. bucks <laughs> yeah you could get yeah, yeah and you're partying for the weekend you're gonna have the yeah. worst hangover of your life but you're gonna 
it's weird. Like, even though I say that, but I get way like the amount that I could drink back in the day versus like the amount that will just put me under now. Like I had, I used to go, I remember that what I used to do to get rid of my hangovers was go run. (laughs) Yeah. I used to, I used to get hammered on like a Thursday or Friday. All right, let's go run it off. Wake up. I would chug some water, get a Gatorade and then I would go run. What happened to those and days? <laughs> well, I can't. Like, and then be ready to go for, I mean. Round two. Yeah. Bring it back. And like, not so. even like tired, not even like a little like, oh man, I'm still fucking fighting it off. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm spry. I'm yeah. ready for fucking, there let's were, do it. There were a few of those, you know, old Bill Snyder loved those 11 a.m. games, <sighs> you know, or the noon games. Yes. And those, some of those tailgates, you're like, oh, all right. Let's focus. Yeah, Let's we're gonna started. have to rally. We're gonna yeah. have to power through to that other side, and then yeah, it would be a shit one. show. No, was... those are so much fun, man. That's what I do miss about like just being. And, you know, that's like one of the things out here is like I don't get any chance to tailgate like that, man. I love oh. going to the tailgating at K State. Fucking oh, good food. People just chugging beer, having a good time. Everybody's fired up for K State, which I love. Oh, like the tailgates were the best. Man, those are some good times, dude. We had tailgates at at Duke. Which they were just begging people to for come the football to the games, games. For the football games, it's a rough, it's a rough go at it there. So the, the, I know you're number one Duke football fan. A number one Duke football fan in the nation. <laughs> we have it's Bama true. week one. We're gonna win. You know, yeah. Clear path to the national. Yeah, championship. clear path. You, you're path. you're setting it up for success we'll beat, with game one. Yeah, ACC Coastal be able. All we gotta do beat Bama, win the ACC <laughs> Coastal. Go to the ACC championship game. Probably Clemson going to be on the other side. <laughs> Just beat them. Then we're in the playoff, bro. We yeah, boom. Out Bama and That's Clemson easy. Both from the playoff. Yeah, who's gonna know, who's gonna no come else. at Duke after that, dude? I mean, They're gonna be terrified. We, we can beat Oklahoma. <laughs> you know what? Washington maybe will make. Come on, we got get it. out of here. No That's chance, crazy, dude. dude. Football's back. Oh man, oh, I'm getting hyped, so son. Did the dog days of summer just so long? You know. That's why it was waiting. beautiful to have that UFC event that we went oh, to. I mean, that was an event of the year for me. Like. Oh, I'm just awesome. saying that was unreal. We oh, were living it, dude. And then sure. now that's that, you know, that was a nice little cherry on top of the summer and little end of the summer preseason starting up fancy footballs around the corner. Yeah. Chiefs are looking fucking Chiefs good. They're good. looking nice yeah, in my opinion, man. We'll see. You'll see. I mean, I know they, I guess they lost yesterday, but you know, it's preseason. I don't it's fucking... preseason. The stars only play, I guess, what is it? Week is it the second preseason game? Or uh, yeah. I don't even know. I, I can't keep up with preseason. I, it's too I, boring. I just, yeah. Daddy wants the real exactly. football, like, you know what I'm saying? saying it's just Give me the goods. Out. You know, it's not a real game. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to make a roster, so they're trying yeah. to put that shit together. You can't, you can't fool me. You know, they tried to they fool try. us with, like, the AAF there for a minute. That, that was all garbage. I think San Diego had a team, I'm pretty sure. Really? I think so. And that little, like, the little league that came up, the yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. yeah. fizzled out real. Every time they try that, XFL was the well, only one that. They're rolling out the, the XFL again. Are they really? Yeah, in uh, another year. I oh, think shit. It is. They're starting he hate me 20. making a comeback? They're starting <laughs> or is that a different one? They're going to do like a, like a regional draft here, I think. You know, kind of. They're doing a lot of the same similar stuff as the AF, but I think they're... But they're probably going to have better think, marketing, yeah, better advertising. it's all Vince McMahon. I yeah, he's got the... He, I mean, so he's, he's a... He's got money. Bully, like, yeah. multi-billionaire. It's just, I don't know, no other football league has ever made it i mean you had the usfl that was popular for a minute and the xfl it's weird there's it's just they just never work yeah i mean it's college for like I mean, all sports like so it's huge. like yeah like they already there already is another football mm-hmm. league. it's college football mm-hmm. so 
It's like, how much football do you really need? And there's like established teams and established lineages of people liking those teams. So it's like, there's rivalries. Like you have to like create all this shit with a new league. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. It's it's really hard to do. It's It's damn near impossible. Like with the AEF, like their mistakes is they try to create like regional buzz where it's like, all right, well, Mm. for the teams that are in, you know, the SEC areas, we're going to get a bunch of old SEC players on the team. So it's like, those guys can go watch Alabama, LSU. And it's like, going to be a go, yeah. stadium. And it's insane. And it's t- the highest level at for college. So it's like, for sure. Which is right go, below pro. Like, yeah. I mean, these other leagues. All like, these guys on these teams are going to the NFL anyway. It's like, you, so you want all the scrubs to go play in the A. Like, that's not going to draw anybody. Yeah, it's tough. It's just a, a, an inferior product. It's with anything. If you're not giving yeah. people the goods, they're not going to really be interested, well, you know? Yeah, with the AAF, boy, I think they you were gotta allow, to do. They should allow fights. That would If they allow, like, hockey fights, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You get a little fucking little mixed martial arts in that football game, yeah. now I'm tuning in, you know? Now, I want to see, like, a, maybe, like, they have to do some, like, go-kart races again, and people are crashing and wrecking. Like, maybe I'll get interested. Like, you got to yeah. you gotta spice it up you, a little you gotta bit. You got to do something different, you know? They, they try to mix it up with the rules and stuff. Like, I, I can't remember what it was. Uh, you can rip on, the quarterback's onside, head off. Like, an, that'd be nice. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, the thing they did do, like, an, there wasn't an onside kick. It was, like, you had to convert, like, a fourth and 12 or something. And that was the yeah. same thing as, like, an onside kick or something like that. <coughs> I yeah. could be wrong, but. I see what you're like, saying, but, like, and yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. They, they just switch it up. They switch a few. I guess rules. it's kind of cool just to change it up, but like, it just think, doesn't. Yeah. That's why, you know, that's why we're ready for the NFL. You know, oh, NFL yeah, I know you're getting the NFL's ticket. King. You're coming. Yeah. Like, that's probably I don't know my favorite. I'm going to get NFL Sunday ticket. Dude, this I'm telling year. you, if you want me to help you, you know, know, you need I the might, streams, you need the, just the get, looks. I don't know. <laughs> I might just boy. get Red Zone this year just because. I, I honestly hardly have any problems with it. I'm telling you, dude. Yeah. The stream king over here, dude. I'm fucking. Everybody know. on this that listens knows that I'm daddy's a, broke. I'm a rule follower, Miles. I, I gotta follow <laughs> the rules. Yeah, you know. I'm a fucking outlaw, dude. I'm. A, I do what I want. I'm a fucking heathen. No one can tell me what to do. I live this hedonist, hedonistic head lifestyle. Head who? Yeah, they're gonna take my podcast away. It's like that was all yeah. I had. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna. They're coming for me, Lado. They're gunning for me. No, I don't know. I'm just. I'm just hyped. Like, like you said, the dog days of summer. All there is is fucking baseball. And, you know, I just, I know you love, I can't get behind it. Oh, it's hard for me to. It's just, you know, when your team's not in it, you know, we're big Royals fans, obviously. And <sighs> they're trash. They're just so bad. Like, trash. it was so easy to follow it when they were winning World Series. And you're just like, dude, this team's amazing. Like, that 2014, they made it to Game 7 of the <sighs> World Series, lost to Madison Bumgarner. I, I mean, Fuck the Giants. But you're like, at least it's, it's It was amazing. exciting, dude. I remember that's the yeah. first time I think I ever got excited for baseball. Yeah. That's like I legitimately. I, I think I legitimately watched probably ninety of the Royals games. That that year. I, like, that's a fucking ton of games, bro. I, I would. It's a lot just, of hours I logged. Would come home from class and work, and I would just, I would just turn on the Royals game and just yeah. watch it. Were you? Was that when you were in Duke? Yeah, that was back in North Carolina. Yeah, that was me, me and my boy Alex. Uh, fucking crushing we, it. We would, we'd be out there shutting down the bars because. <laughs> You remember those wild card games? Yeah, like going was, fucking seventeen. Yeah, we. <laughs> I remember we were sitting at some bar. We we're the only people in there. This game was going in like the fourteenth inning or where the hell it was, and just the they were literally shutting down the whole place and just like we we're like, come on, we got it. this game's almost over. We can't like. Please don't, don't make us leave <laughs> right now. It was like we'll give you money. Like, <laughs> yeah, what do you want? Take it. Something. Like, I can't. I, oh man, we were pretty broke then too, but. Yeah, I remember just getting so fired up. 
and, yeah, that's and, and that's being what in North Carolina and just not having any other Royals fans around, right? Like, and that's what's wild, like you said, like when your team's not in it, it's yeah. like that's why it's like so exciting for the Chiefs. Like they were right oh, there yeah. last year, almost did it to the Patriots, but Tom Brady did his classic bullshit last little drive, too yeah. much time on the clock, dude. I mean, it's I, the Chiefs are awesome. Like I love it. They they just consistently have been getting to the playoffs, like being. No, for a winning, while now winning divisions you know ever since they brought in Andy Reid it's just been so it's much better beautiful like before Andy Reid when it was like <sighs> Todd Haley's the Herm Edwards <sighs> Romeo Cornell's oh that was just, rough season was that when we went like 1-15 and we had like a 1-15 yeah, season dude that was fucking yeah Herm was in there you know, <clears throat> he's like Brody Croyle is gonna be the quarterback of the future <laughs> and you're like Okay. <laughs> dude, what's Herm smoking, dude? Oh, he's Herm no smoking words. on that Sherm. I mean, I like Herm. You know, he's a decent little. Analyst. I like him as a commentator, yeah, analyst. Man, did he have some bad teams for the Chiefs? Yeah, we've went through some dark years as a Royals I mean, and Chiefs those, fans. We've yeah, been those, through some dark, dark oh, times. Dude, when we were in college, you know, I remember like I didn't I even watch even, the NFL. I wouldn't even watch the Chiefs. I didn't watch. I, I only watched K State because they were good. Yeah, and it was like. Chiefs that always made it. me feel bad. Cats always made me feel exactly. good. I'm going to watch the Cats. Exactly. You know, while the Cats I mean, were it. EJ would be sitting in there watching the Chiefs. Just yelling. Two <laughs> games for an entire year. I'd just be like, dude, wait, I can't. I couldn't do it. Uh, I actually, like, fell out of love with the NFL for a little while because the Chiefs yeah. were so bad. Well, what got me back into NFL is because I didn't fantasy play, helped I a lot didn't for me. play fantasy football yeah. until, I think, that junior year, or sophomore or junior year. No, it was junior year. Like, I didn't play fantasy football at all. Mm-hmm. And then I started playing, and I was like, oh, now i got to watch every single game. Yeah, now, I gotta, <laughs> now I'm trying to win some fucking money. The yeah. degenerate gambler came out, and Lila's yeah, like, oh, yeah. there's money on the line? Now I'm in. Oh, yeah. Well, our league's so <laughs> shitty. The fine's been we are $40 for the past 10 years. I love now. it. It's like, can we, like, up this a little? Like, it's a 16-week or whatever it is. Uh, like, I don't disagree. Like let's up it. Like I understand people have you know. And he, he's by people you know, he means there's one person there's, in the whole league some who's people that work at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> my broke ass my... is like no, forty's too much. Yeah, let's but... make it ten bucks. No, I'm just kidding. That'd be horrible. But no, I I agree. I you're honestly right. They raised it in the other Gailey's league. I think the last year, and I was like I was like yeah, it makes sense. Like fifty bucks is a good amount 50 for. Fifty is a good amount. You know. It just. You know, it just, I like, if I'm going to put all this time in and stuff, I at least want Because it does like, become a time-consuming endeavor in does. the end. Like, not I mean, that I not don't have lie. plenty of time in time. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, find, I find plenty of time for it. Of course. <laughs> I find time for it, too. You know, there's plenty of time at the office, just, you know, to... Yeah, on the, the on the toilet, fucking, you know, whether or not you're just, like, the best part of... That's what I miss about working at LPL is, like... Oh man, I had plenty of time to check out the lineup and like make sure I got uh, oh, read yeah. into like who I should start, like what's the matchup, like da 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 da. You'd be going deep on like yeah, NFL, like, that's the corporate the fantasy gig. football sites. You'd be like reading articles and <laughs> yeah, stuff. yeah. Like, that's something I don't really do anymore. Me either. Like, I'll take a look. Like the most I do now is like I'll just take a look at what Matthew Barry's talking about or Field Yates. Uh huh. Just be like they seem to know what they're talking about. Yeah. This is literally their. I just job. like follow them on Twitter yeah. and hope I see it. And if yeah. I don't see it. Then I probably because missed they'll out. Be like, oh, here's probably the top waiver guys. I'll be like, all right, that's yeah, that's all. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, and I'm all, we're also watching. You know, I watch Red Zone, so you get a pretty good idea. Yeah, you see who's scoring the you touchdowns. See you see who's making the, the explosive you know plays. Who's going, but 
Oh, man, I'm just so fired up for the football season again. You know, we get the cats going. I don't College know. football, that College first football. that first week is when EJ's going to be out that here, first, dude. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Woo! Oh, yeah. The homie EJ's coming out. You're coming get down the, to San Diego. Get the band back together. Right? Oh, I should mention, we're fucking recording this at Lytle's place right now. We're up in uh, Costa Mesa. It's just fucking mm. killing it, by the way. That's because we had to go up to Anaheim. You know, UFC 241. Oh, yeah. Amazing shit. Still loving that. Still riding high off that, dude. That was a great oh, night. Awesome. But yeah, EJ's gonna come down. Uh, I'm I'm pumped for that. It's always a great one. I like always love when the. That's what's nice about like living out here is like people just come visit me in San Diego a lot of times. Oh yeah. So it's like I don't Same have to go here. anywhere. They're like, yeah, I'm gonna come see you because you're out in fucking San Diego exactly. and it's like nice. Yeah. We go to the beach. We get fucking you know go down to Mexico if we get wild. You know, get a little oh, dude, get a little spry. Down, going down to Tijuana. To you know, maybe you never know. You can't rule it out. You can't rule it out. It's always yeah, like I people are like, no oh, it's nervous. It's always oh, they're scary. It's like I've never, you know, I've never really been fucked with while I was down there. Everybody's really friendly. I'm sure tacos are half a dollar. Oh, yeah. It's I'm like sure they, they, that whole city pretty much depends on people coming down from San Diego. For the oh, yeah. Part. I mean, there's some really nice areas in Tijuana, too. There's some oh, pretty dark areas. Like there's this one yeah. area called like Heroin Valley, and it looks like a Ooh. fucking shanty town Sounds made nice, of like dude. 10. <laughs> <laughs> trying to buy out some real estate actually you know i'm trying to make it know. get an early investment my, on that my only knowledge of tijuana is just listening to like that tiger belly podcast so like you know bobby lee and his yes are going down to tj and it just doesn't sound like a nice place but i i don't think i can take bobby lee's advice on uh travel and shit like that yeah so. well i agree he you know he gets a l- little bit wilder back in his yeah. old days too than what <laughs> you know if you're if you're behaving and you're minding your p's and q's and you're not trying to be like hey bro fuck you yeah you know you're gonna be fine i've i've had like i said had some pretty good experiences down there and the titty bar is second to none like you know next level i don't know man i just don't i used to love titty bars and now that i get older it's just like uh don't i just don't find them as fun anymore well like back when i was 18 there's a lot of regret at the end of the night when you wake yeah. up the next day and you look at the bank account and you're like oh i got nothing out of that. that's just fucking weird yeah. like me just doing some weird like here making it rain fucking get a little lap dance and you're like spending too much on drinks and you're yeah, like yeah 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 oh. it is there's a that next day i always feel a little feel a little gross yeah after it, it. but in like the moment glitter that just oh. never comes out and you're just like yeah, you wake up the next day and you still smell like you stripper. Smell, yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, you're like, oh, I gotta fucking wash this off of me. So much regret. We used to go down. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, we used to go down to this this strip club down in downtown Kansas City back when I first turned 18. What was it called? It was called Bazookas. Bazookas. <laughs> that's the name, Bazooka. dude. Wow, they really went for it there. It was like a twenty dollar cover, and I obviously I was 18, so I wasn't boozing it up, you know. Yeah. So we get in for 20 bucks, and there's never anybody in there. Me and my buddy Brett, actually. <laughs> oh, the double Brett squared, huh? We, Getting into... we went down there a time or two and, you know, <laughs> tear it up, and then we'd come back. Yeah, those were, <laughs> it, it well, it's different when you're too. just 18. You're yeah, like, yeah, let me see some titties. Like, oh, it was amazing. And yeah. It was actually, to be honest, like, that was actually a really good strip club. Now that Quality? Like, different ones throughout, you know, the country. It's mm-hmm. like, wow, that one was actually, like... Pretty top-notch. Pretty good. Yeah. Because, you know, you've been to some, like... 
Ooh, Mustangs. Oof. I actually never went to Mustangs. I, I just heard everybody. Me either. I just heard about it. I heard everybody's stories from Mustangs, and I was like, I have no desire. My broke ass was never going to Mustangs yeah, I was like, I when I was in college. Yeah, exactly. It's like we were already in the fraternity. And stuff. It wasn't. Yeah, there's girls all the. Yeah, there's girls everywhere. I remember when we had a party one time where girls were mad that there were so many girls, and they're like, oh, we're leaving. There's too many girls here. It's like, that's what I like to hear. Yeah, some of the <laughs> parties were crazy that we had up there. I know. What do you. What, I think the favorite until it got fucking banned, dude. But man, that first week, Shark Week, fucking oh, blacklight yeah. party, dude. Blacklight party. Was fun. That was a good one. That was always. Oh man, I forgot how hard. Like, man, the blackouts. <laughs> like I would, oh, yeah. dude, those just not tough. remembering some of those. Like I can't yeah. believe like how much I would drink back in the days. Like terrible. Decision. It was scary. A little up. scary. You wake up and just nothing. Like whoa, what happened last night? I call that time traveling. You know? Yeah, dude. Fucking just speeding through. <laughs> Yeah, those were always, I, that was the one thing, like, I look back on that and just be like, dude, just, that was just too much booze. Sometimes it was too much booze. Just, like, it's it, crazy like, how much booze. need to black out oh. at every party. No. You know, it's just like. Yeah, I think I got better at that as I got a little yeah, older. but when I first but got But holy there, shit, was it was just balls to the wall. Oh, yeah. Free for all, dude. You're just, like, trying to figure it out. And when you have that new access, to, like, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it was kind of, like, growing up wasn't always easy to find somebody to buy you booze or you had to no. pay somebody a little extra money or it was it a hassle. Would, it would be like a half a day affair. You'd yeah. We'd have to... Texting people, trying to get somebody to answer your phone call, trying to find an older brother, whatever exactly. it was. Like, yeah, that was ours. Always older brothers. Yeah. Like, oh, please. <laughs> yeah, please. or sometimes you have to drive to the next town over, yeah. do yeah, some shit. Us. We drove down to Lawrence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it was like nightmare yeah. trying to do this. So it's like, then you come to the fraternity. You're fucking 18, 19, whatever. Yeah. Going and they're to just the like, steak store. yeah, going to the steak store. Anybody got a donation? Yeah. Fucking yeah. Oh man, I missed it when they took that intercom system out. That oh, was so the all calls were the oh, best, man, dude. I remember that. The funniest thing making with the fun all of Chuck call, Nasty, oh, dude. That's exactly <laughs> where I was going, dude. Charlie, because you could see what room they were calling from. Because I lived with Charlie for, oh, for people. That you and EJ. Know. Yeah, so the legend himself there was this this man called Charlie Charlie, Charlie Clarkson, Clarkson. <laughs> the man Chuck Chuck. He's pretty much super senior status for the most part. He's about as dumb as a bag of rocks. Hopefully, Charlie, if you're listening to this, I love you. We love you, Charlie. I love you, Charlie. Don't you're take this boy. the wrong way. I lived with you for a year. You're a great guy. Never did anything Goalable. wrong to me. Number one, but dumbest one of the dumbest motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> I ever met in my life, dude. Just a mouth, like the definition of a mouth breather. And Literally, like he actually did breathe through. It's like he always, the, he always did have a giant thing of pretzels, though, which is always clutch. Especially when you're drunk. But he would sit there. They would fuck with him on this intercom system. Where they would just like call in and just like start making fun of Chuck. And it would be different people, oh, like from all, like it'd it'd they, they would over, take turns. Get on it, and they. And so what he figured out is you could look at the phone and you could see what room they're calling. From. <laughs> so he he'd get up and he'd start running up towards that room. Well, when they started doing is they would make a call from a room and then run to another the room, room and keep doing it. <laughs> and he'd be running around trying, trying to find them. Oh, that's and fucking hilarious. You remember when they used to like mess with the pledges at night and the crab rangoons? Yeah, they would come. They would do it to Charlie even though he was a senior. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the Crab Rangoon, so what they would do the pledges in there is, uh, you know, it was all in good fun. There wasn't any, like, bullshit, like, hazing for the most part. But what they would do is they would come in and... Middle of the night, the dead of the sleep. Night, yeah, basically start banging on on your bed area and just be chanting Crab Rangoon. Crab Rangoon. And then they would hand you a shot 
sometimes it would be like a shot of Tabasco sauce, and then you'd be like, Whoa. <coughs> Yeah, you'd get a little blindsided sometimes. Yeah, but most of the time it was just like some shitty vodka. Some shitty vodka. you take the shot, and then they would leave, and that was it. Yeah. So it wasn't that bad. It really most, wasn't. Most of the time it was on like a Friday or Saturday night anyway, and you were already hammered. You were already drunk. So you're like, all right. Yeah, you, the only thing is you're just like re-waking up like huh? yeah, like in this drunken yeah, stupor yeah. and you're like what the quicker you take it the quicker they go away so it was never a good idea to really yeah. fight it though that's for sure. Yeah, but the thing was they would only do it to pledges and Charlie. <laughs> so and Charlie would, had been in the house for like 3 or oh, 4 man, years they like they would come in and they would just grab Rangoon Charlie and then leave, you know, me and EJ or whoever else was living in there at the time just leave us alone. <laughs> you know. That's yeah, fucking that funny. Was it. Dude, I think my favorite Chuck story was when uh, Gable, older Gable, had fucking that chick over in his, that stayed the oh, night, and she truck, stole yeah. his, she found Charlie's in my, keys. In, in the lesser, the, the bigger crime that people forget about in that scenario is she stole my cigarettes, too. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, no, that, no that's fighting re- words. Lionel yeah. doesn't hit women, but he thought about it that no day. No remembers that. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, oh, Charlie's truck got someone. I was like... No, what about I my st- cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> Those were 27s, dude. That was a fresh pack. Yeah, I just paid four dollars. <laughs> Literally got cigarettes his. were only four dollars. Oh so. Jesus Christ! They're like fucking yeah. twelve dollars out here now. Yeah. But yeah, like she stole his truck, drove it to the dorm, and then he ended up finding it. I don't even know how he found it. But he was like well, going thing, around the house, the, like, does anyone know where my truck is? Or like, nobody's nobody even knows the what thing happened. About that story is she left her clothes. At ATO, so she she was naked. She apparently went back to her dorm room and got into her dorm room when she was naked somehow. Yeah, because she left her clothes all. <laughs> Those are there. some wild times. Or, to be honest, I bet she stole someone's T-shirt or something. Who knows? Probably you would hope. But that she's, was, if she's willing to steal a car, yeah. but she's not willing to steal a T-shirt, I'm going to question her. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Put on steal some athletic yeah. shorts, <laughs> maybe yeah. some boxers, whatever. Old Gable man. Which the crazy part too is like literally ATO was like a block away from the dorms. Like you didn't yeah, you have could, to drive. It was all downhill but too. yeah, I guess yeah. if you're naked though, you probably want to be in a car. So yeah. <laughs> I, that's the. I'm just saying, dude. Those were some of the best times. Just looking back on that shit, like how much craziness Charlie. we went through. Fucking Chuck, nasty dude. Charlie, I, I. The thing was, his room was so nice. It was one of the nicest <laughs> it rooms. Was so nice. Because he actually had money to like spend on it. Yeah. And do it right. Yeah, he had the closets in there were so good. And it, I ended up having to live in there for the whole year. And I was like, eh, it's all right. The thing that was nice about it is there was never a single party in that room. Yeah. So, <laughs> Very at true. At the end of the night, like if you're like, oh, it's, you know, midnight, one o'clock, I'm, I'm done with this party. You could just go to sleep. Yep. You know, you always other, had that option. Other people's rooms, they are, you know, raging, music, loud music. And, yep. Know, but not my room. Ripping shots. Yeah. Charlie would have a couple. He was dating that equestrian girl for a little bit. But yeah. I still think she might have. I The thing was, I saw her one time for like a, literally a, a couple months. I thought he was just making it up. I was like, okay. oh, you thought he just pretended, I he was pretending. yeah, Cause, just trying to look cool because he used to, he used text, to lie a, lot, a little well, bit. He used to text himself to pretend like he got messages. Yikes, bro. That? that yeah. They Yikes. Doing that. <laughs> well, I just remember Charlie being all like sad about it. I was just like, Charlie, like, come on, man. Like, you just got you just got to not be such a, a fucking loser. <laughs> I don't know how to like explain it, but it's like 
Yeah. Hey, it sounds douchey, but it's like Charlie. Just we love you, dude. Just, we just just, just chill. Out. Yeah. Just hang out. One hundred percent. Don't don't act. Don't try to like. Act he was like a little bit of a tryhard. Friends and like, yeah. It's like Charlie. You got friends in here, man. Like we're your buddies. You just. Ugh. Yeah, he would just do try, some weird try shit. To try be, too hard. Yeah, he'd just try way. Because I mean, Charlie sacked Vince Young. That's a well-known fact. That, <laughs> that he, he was a, a, high, a Texas legend oh, on the got, football field, and three, he sacked Vince he Young. Did sack Vince Young. That's a true fact. That can be verified. <laughs> There's yeah. you could go back to the tape. Yeah, go back to the tape. He did sack him. <laughs> to be honest, Charlie was a big dude, and he was in shape. Yeah, like, he was, he was, I mean, he probably whipped my ass, but I'm yeah, a fucking yeah, pussy. Yeah, yeah, I never fucked with him. No, he would get angry though. I remember he those. Angry, he would get angry. He would <laughs> punch a wall for sure. Me and Chuck always got. Dude, along. just the devastation that we had in that house, dude. Like once, we, like once we knew they were building a brand new house, and it was like the last oh, yeah. dude. All bets were off. That place was pretty much they no rule zone. Broke all. They tore down half the walls. Yeah, they just made big rooms. Basically, yeah. like they had a party, like a end of the or like what they call it, like a demolition party or some shit. Like yeah. they basically just sledgehammering down walls oh, and fucking destroying everything in there. That, that, that was, was so much fun. That was a fun time. Those were. Yeah, I mean, oh. It's probably a good thing they just destroyed that whole building, though. Yeah, just, dude. That was a. That place was nasty. Dude, it was you disgusting. It's walk around barefoot in there. Oh, who would do such a like, thing? I you, never had anything without my you, sandals on. Oh yeah, you'd see a girl walking barefoot, and you'd. I, I would always you'd pray like, for her. Hey, like, please put on your shoes. Yeah. Like, I know that you might be wearing heels, and they hurt, but like. It's better Trust me. than walking on this floor. <laughs> That's been it's here. Like we're the ones that have to clean this. I know <laughs> I know how clean this is, and it's not clean. <laughs> it's the bare minimum. They just use the broom to sweep away the <laughs> beer cans. You know? It's like, because I, I have known, I've been so lazy that I have literally just, instead of walking to the bathroom, I have opened up my door and just pissed in the hallway. <laughs> like, <laughs> so... <it's, laughs> So I know what's on this floor. <laughs> For it's sure. Good, it's not good. No, I remember like, dude, you would walk like after fake Patty's day, or, which is just the one, probably the wildest party mm. of the year. Uh, you would walk, you couldn't walk through any room in that fucking place without kicking a beer can. Oh no. Like literally like you, any, we're talking, you know, three stories, three different floors of rooms, fucking three hallways, just that was the worst. littered with beer cans. Fake Patty's day, dude. Ooh. And you'd always get douchey people from well, KU trying to come people, and all from all over, oh, yeah. like the Everybody worst, dude. Come in for it. It's I like, mean, let us have this, dude. Get out of here. You're not welcome. This is for us. It was just more of a hassle because, like, yeah. I'd always have my sister come up, and she was just a nightmare because she would get drunk, and then she'd get very emotional. Yup. And then we had – she had some friends up there, and she would be like, oh, I need to go see my friends. And I'd be like, Carrie. You, we need to stick to one location. Yeah. This is you the craziest day yeah, of the like, year. You're trying to like go two miles across Manhattan. It's like I, uh, she she was the worst. But the worst is you get all those people from KU or other people coming up and they it's just being douchebags. Act like they run the place. Yeah, yeah, they just like act like it was their fucking beer we, in the we, fridge we, we and catch so many people. Like, it's like hey, that's not your fridge, dude. I live in this room. Exactly. Like, what the fuck like, are you doing? I couldn't. I would. Walk into and then people room. call us the douchebags. It's like, dude, you're stealing all of our shit. Like, yeah. of course we're gonna get mad at you. Like, yeah, you'd walk ask for a room. beer. Someone will probably give you a beer. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that's the, the thing. thing. It's like, I would give you if you go, hey, I, you anybody know, got a brew for me? Exactly. Like, yeah, dude, like, fucking yeah, get go. one. But if I walk into my room in your, and I seal you, your fucking heads, I balls deep you in my fridge. In my case of beer 
beers into your backpack one by one. I'm gonna be like, all right. Oh, I guess you. Uh, do I have to? Boys, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Round them up. No, yeah. yeah that's, that's when you'd be like, those are right, the worst. Who's, who's around? Is EJ here? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no. EJ was a good one to have around for yeah. sure. I think uh, that was only only one of the times I ever actually won a fight was on Fake Patty's Day. No, really? Yeah, because some guy peed off of the. He was like peeing off of the stairs on the third floor, like onto the like lower levels of the stairs oh yeah and preston's girl preston peterson's girlfriend was like walking up the stairs at the time and she got peed on oh my god and he was like dude you gotta oh, go and this preston. guy was wouldn't yeah well this well he was he could have easily taken care of it but i was like i fucking took it upon myself for oh, some yeah. reason you know and i was like you gotta go you gotta get out of here i'm like pushing this guy out the door and then he calls me a fat fuck at one point Oh, and I just fucking, and he was hammered, like, so it's no, you know, it wasn't like a fucking magical knockdown or whatever, but I fucking just was like, oh, like, I'll show you fat fucking fucking punch the dude right in the fucking, right in his fucking go. mouth. And he, he dropped, I was like, nice, that felt really good. I've never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, it felt great when I knocked him down. Fun. And then, yeah, but, you know, anyways, wilder times back then. I miss oh, those yeah. days, dude. And you get a little, get some points with Preston there. Too. Always nice, you know. Nice. Yeah, because he was always trying to. Yeah, he was always a little bit, a little feisty. A little feisty. Yeah, yeah I feel you. Well, shit, dude, look at that. We already crushed it for an hour, brother. Crushed it for an hour. Yeah, we're good, dude. I, I appreciate you fucking sitting down and chopping it up with me, man. This was fun. No worries. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Brett. I'll see y'all later. Bye bye. Just the DJ Scream TV. DJ Scream. DJ Scream. DJ Scream. And I double cup. I'm getting high as fuck. I'm getting high as fuck. I'm getting high as fuck. A zip and a double cup. I'm getting high as fuck. I'm getting high as fuck. I'm getting high as fuck. A zip and a double cup. I'm getting high as fuck. I'm getting high as fuck. I'm getting high as fuck. A zip and a double cup. I'm getting high as fuck. Sit like bag of cush, double cup, full of drink. I get so damn trippy in my mind, I go blank. The top 10 get hot rappers, number one is my rank. You say no to drugs, Juicy J can't. Today I'm drinking white, tomorrow brown. I am not a boxer, but I'll do some round. With your girl, I'm a spoon in a hotel room. And if she ain't trying to fuck, I'm looking for that runner-up, a zip and a double cup. I'm getting high as fuck. I'm getting high as fuck. I'm getting high as fuck. A zip and a double cup. I'm getting, I'm getting high as fuck. I'm getting high as fuck. Yeah, dude. Juicy J just preaching the gospel, just dropping knowledge. I mean, there really isn't a more lyrical artist out there than Juicy J himself, and uh, I'm just getting fired up by that. That's a, that's a throwback. That's what. The homies and I used to listen to back in the day when we were trying to clear out the room. You know what I mean? Like if you're staying and Juicy J was playing, yeah, we're we're down to chill because you get it. Things are gonna get wild after this. You know, we're gonna start getting real crazy. No, I don't know, but it was a good time. And you know, that's it, folks. I mean, boom, the 84th episode of the Millennial Manchild Podcast is in the fucking books, dude. It's fucking, it's gone like yesterday, dude. It's history, dude. Who? I mean, wow, 84 down the drain. I don't even know where my time's gone. What 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 is this? What do I have to show for it? Who knows? But I'm still fucking here. I'm still grinding away. I'm like that fucking guy. He's gonna be doing podcasts for fucking 26 years, and then eventually one of them's gonna pop, and it's gonna be a real sad career because it's been 26 years of nobody listening. But 
At one time when it pops, boo, you better believe it, dude. I'm fucking going to the moon, fucking riding that rocket to the top, baby. That's what's up. But yeah, um, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening, folks. Uh, I got to give a big shout out again. You know, this is another homie. I got to see the, 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 the longtime friend of the podcast and, you know, my, one of my first friends I ever met out here in San Diego, Pete Nasty. He's having a, uh, I just found out he's having a kid. Congratulations, Pete and Stasha. That is fucking awesome. And it was awesome to see him this weekend too. I got to sneak away from hanging out with the homie Lytle on Sunday for a little bit, go over to Huntington beach, see his new crib. Well, it's not new. It's new to me. He's been there like a year, but it finally took me that long to get up there, but I got to hang out with him and it was always a good time to catch up with Pete. And, uh, man, what a weekend folks. I'm just telling you, I'm riding high off that weekend. It's whoo, I got to do pretty much everything I wanted. It was uh, phenomenal stuff, phenomenal stuff. So you know, shout out to him as well. And then again, you know, another big shout out, hugs and kisses to all of you who are listening, sharing the podcast, not being greedy, not being like that fucking, you know, Jeff Bezos. We talk about him all the time. He's trash, dude. He's just fucking hoarding his 50, his billions upon billions to himself. That greedy motherfucker. He should give me a billy. That's all I'm saying. You know, then I would leave him alone. I wouldn't even care. And also I wouldn't probably share that billy like you think I would because I'd become a rich asshole real quick. And Things would turn, you know, once you got a billion in the bank, you start looking at others like, "Mm, no, you're not on my level. You're kind of gross and uh, get away from me. So I get it. But until then, I'm going to complain. I'm going to be the squeaky wheel and don't be like Jeff Bezos. Share with the world. Share the podcast with everybody. Don't, you know, don't be greedy. Don't hoard it to yourselves. You don't want to end up on that show on TLC fucking hoarders. Like it's gross. It's disgusting. People are feeling bad for you. Okay, don't do that. Share it with the world. All right, folks. But yeah, that's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, folks, Millennial Manchild, ow. I'm just what you may got. Not many I trust. I'm going to go my own way, God. Take my fate to wherever you want. I'm out here. Won't stop till I get me some Club hopping, trying to get me some Bad bitches want to get me sprung Early in the morning I'm waking, baking, drinking, contemplating Ain't no such thing as Satan Evil is what you make it Thank the Lord for that burning bush That big body beans I was born to push On my way, I'm burning kush Nigga, don't be worried about us Neighbors knocking on the door Asking, can we turn it down? I say, ain't no music on She said, no, that weed is loud Nigga, we ballin' Trey swaggin' lost heart, but I'm maintainin' I've been told that I'm amazing. Make sure I keep that fire blazing. We livin' I need